are you ready i'm ready oh <laughs> hey guys it's lavetta and it's miriam and welcome to to, to okay welcome to notoriously <laughs> women podcast <laughs> a, comedy a comedy podcast, podcast about some of oh, history's most most notorious women notorious women Okay, you guys I mean, gotta cut me to the side. It's been a really long bad. weekend. <laughs> yeah. Levin and I are gonna try to make some jokes, you guys, but like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and like, I just wanna uh, say at the top, like, for, I hope everyone's being safe. If you are choosing to participate in the protest, that's great. We are definitely for that, but be safe. Uh, wear your mask. Uh, wear your gloves and mm-hmm. I know social distancing is probably impossible when you're out there protesting but just try and be safe and be safe um, for from the, the the anarchists and the rioters and the looters who are not yeah. the protesters the protesters they, are different the, the fact that you we know. have to clarify that like in the media is kind of sad really but um, yeah. but yeah they're different they're, you know they've Finding more and more proof that, like, of like actual evidence that they are sending out, hey, come to this protest to white nationalists to show up and make things look bad. Yeah. So, yeah. To undermine what the protesters are protesting, which, to remind you, it originally started to protest the terrible and horrific killing of George Floyd, who was stopped seemingly. Because they didn't even confirm that he was the guy that supposedly passed a, no. a bad $20 bill. And also, as the guy mm. casually leaned with his knee, and now the other two officers were holding his body down and killed him dead over some bullshit All, in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So, All three of them need to be charged with first-degree murder and no less. Also, yeah. they need to be convicted because, like, we all saw it on the video camera, which is another conversation we could have or not have. And the fourth but, officer um, needs to be arrested, too. So, um, yeah. because they were holding back the people who were filming it. Like, people were like, why didn't they help him? It's like, no, people were trying to help, but the officers, the other officers were there to to keep the people back as they murdered this guy in cold blood for no fucking reason other than that they are terrible, terrible people. Uh, so I don't want to hear this both sides of it, both sizing it. They are terrible, terrible people. Look, what they you're fighting man. that there are both sides of that. You can tell me there's both sides of Nazis. Okay, that's like you're literally <laughs> saying the same thing, okay? Yeah. But Nazis, you know how to point. Okay. That if oh. you're one of those people, right, we probably shouldn't have a conversation, though, because, yeah. like, you intrinsically and, hate both of us. But you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, I suspect. No, no. I don't think so, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> if you are, if you are out there, please be safe and try and, and you know, and, and if you can't, because I'm not protesting, I'm a black woman, I'm not protesting, because you know why? There's a fucking pandemic going on still. Yeah. And I can't afford to get sick. My black ass can't afford to go to the, uh, mm-hmm. see the side nine. Nope, nope, not doing that. <laughs> Not doing that. Yeah. So, we've been donating I, to any organization. Yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, I donate to uh, Black Lives Matter. Donate to uh, help people, uh, protesters bail out of jail. Donate to, uh, there's all kinds of organizations you can donate to, even if it's just five bucks. 
do what you can because again we're whatever you can yeah some of them were like you want to donate three dollars if everyone donated three dollars they'd have a lot of money um so so do what you can do if you can't be out there because it's 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 dangerous and you got to be safe because again we are in the middle of a Hmm? fucking pandemic people we are yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so (laughs) like i um but also remember this in november and yeah bare minimum and just vote it's the bare minimum. And also, like, you know what? Here, this is not. This is very not American. I'm going to tell you who to vote for. Vote for Joe Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm not even asking. I'm literally telling. Vote for oh, Joe God. Biden. I know he's mildly racist. I know. <laughs> they all are. He's an old white man. Old Remember white what he man, said about Barack? Not much you can ask of him. We tr- look. We wanted Elizabeth Warren, y'all. We didn't vote for her. Uh- yes, nobody voted for her. Elizabeth Warren. Like, but remember when people were like, I can't believe Joe Biden said that. I said he said Barack Obama was clean. He's an old white man. He says things that are what? inappropriate. He's, it doesn't mean he's complimenting the man. <laughs> I mean, he just doesn't know any better. Vote for him, anyways. Listen. Huh. This is what I've been telling my roommate, and she thinks I'm so crazy. I was like, I don't fucking care if Pennywise. The clown from it <laughs> came oh, up from the mother. He if Pennywise came up from the motherfucking sewer. It took the kid he is currently eating out of his motherfucking mouth and ran against Donald Trump. You know who I would vote for? Pennywise. Pennywise. Pennywise had his twenty bitches. Okay, <laughs> because it's a child himself. That's fine. Uh-huh. A homicidal demon that lives in the sewer would still be better than what we have. <laughs> human so, oh my god so uh joe biden is nowhere near <laughs> pennywise so he's no, a much he's better alternative relatively decent he's kind of no, like he your grandpa reads. he reads yes like he knows how government works he has empathy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes there and you go. he knows how to actually he's competent uh i mean mm-hmm. you know, so i Again, no one's perfect, but also I don't expect my politicians to be perfect. So Obama wasn't perfect. Joe Biden no, would be he, perfect. But you know who? This whole, who, like, my side, your side, I have things Obama did I didn't love. It's fine. Whatever. Do There's some things you know that my husband does I don't love. I still married him. <laughs> he oh, still, again, anybody's better than what we have. Pennywise 2020, mm-hmm. bitches. So if you ever <laughs> thinking, no. At least it's not Pennywise, because Pennywise would still be a better choice than what we have. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know why I'm sounding like Bill Cosby, but anyway. Uh, oh my God, a little bit. Pennywise. Um, <laughs> <Thinking of laughs> people. I don't know. Um, I guess we should get started. Um, yeah. I, I have a, a short one this week, so because again, we just want to make you guys, you know, forget your troubles a little bit, just for a little bit. Um, yeah. You minute. know. Yeah, like just try and get some entertainment. It's a lie. It's you being inundated, and I hope you all are being safe. So I think I'm first this week, darling. Um, so mine is um, actually it's short. Um, even though we'll see how short it is, because you know I'm very long winded. But um, <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Um, uh-huh. 
So I, so my notorious woman this week is an Indian woman because we're trying to always mix it up. Because I realized I was like, I've done a lot of black women recently. So let's mix it up, you know. Okay. Um, I've done a lot of black women and a lot of white women recently. So I was like, let me mix it up. So this uh, notorious woman, my notorious woman this week is, okay, I don't speak Urdu or Hindu. Oh, my so God. Excuse okay. Me. If I mess up any of these things, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, so, my notorious woman this week is Santokbin Jadeja. Jadeja. I mean, that yeah. sounds very pretty. It yes. might be correct. Jadeja. So, a.k.a. Jadeja. the godmother. Now, I got okay. my information from Wikipedia, thehindu.com, dnaindia.com, and outlookindia.com. Okay. All right. So she was born, I think you can guess, in India. That's good. <laughs> um, Santokpin was born in 1949. Now, I couldn't find her exact date of birth, and I think it's because she is a poor woman, or it could be because she just lied about, you know, or it could be because she is Indian and she's not that well-known here in the West. So it could be that. Okay. But she was born in 1949. In Kutiana, uh, Kutiana in Um And so now not much is known about her childhood. But what I do know and what we do know is that, so she was born in 1949. So by the 1980s, so she's in her 30s, she was okay. married to a man named Sarman Munja Jadeja who was an ordinary mill worker. So he's a mill worker. Um, I think they're basically – uh, working class, lower class people that have to work for a living. He was just an ordinary guy. Um, but there was a strike at the mill because they probably needed to make more money. Uh, and according to the right, report, right. during the, the strike, um, the, um, the mill owner called in uh, a local gangster by the name of Devu Vaguer to um, – to basically intimidate the strikers, including her husband. So the okay. mill owner basically called him the local mob guy, right, to, to intimidate the, these poor working mill workers. And her husband killed the local gangster, Devu Vager. So I don't know. Whoa. He, yeah, so I don't know if he's just, like, standing up to the guy or what have you, but it's kind of like, I don't know, survival of the fittest, so he killed him. So then because of that, her husband kind of took over the local gangster's job. Like, he became a gangster. Um, okay. Kind of murky. You know, wow. gangs, gangs have been really big in India since the 50s because, again, we've said it on here time and time again, if you're poor, mm -hmm. you're starving, usually yep. you turn to crime, right? Yeah. The, the mafia were able to get a stronghold in in uh, Italy after the war because people were hungry and people yep. would run errands and desperate stuff and desperate mm -hmm. right so I so the the exact details of how he became a gangster but basically her husband was a gangster but I have a feeling like he wasn't like a Michael Corleone gangster like millions and millions of dollars he was just probably having mm -hmm. a solidly middle class life right. So, yeah. um, but her husband had decided after a couple of years that he was basically going to retire from the game. So 
1986. So, I had no idea these things existed in India. Go on. This is fascinating. Yeah. And so um, so her husband decided probably because in the, the strike happened in the 80s and then in 86, her husband decided he's going to retire. So I don't know. Let's say he did it for three, four, five years, right? Because uh, it's very stressful to be a gangster. It's very, very stressful. Yeah. I don't uh, think that, like, if you think about it, people are like, oh, you're a bad person. But, like, really, you would rather have, like, a high-powered job and make all the money and be, like, above board, not have to, like, you know, threaten people all day long. That's, like, stressful. Yeah. And it could be that that's what he was trying to go legit. Who knows? Um, because, again, it's yeah. about her husband, so I didn't really go into that. I just wanted to know Who cares? He's the a context man. for her life. Right. So, but in 1987, so her husband retired, I think, in uh, December of 86, but in 87, like January, her husband was shot oh. dead by another mm-hmm. gang member by the name of Kala Kashav, owing to an old rivalry. I don't know if, if Kala killed her husband in retaliation for him killing Devu or if it was uh, something, a payback for something her husband, like a dealing her husband had with the guy as a as the as local Don. Who knows? Um but Dan Tokpin, his wife, was like, not today, motherfuckers, not today. <laughs> so to avenge her husband's death, the mother of four huh? at that time allegedly Ooh. was behind the murder of 14 people <clears throat> who she believed was responsible for her, for her husband's murder. And then she started running illegal activities, including bootlegs. <laughs> Oh, my God. So she, like, she was pregnant four times, probably mm-hmm. no UTI, right? <laughs> and then offed 14 people. Yep. And then took over. And then took over. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Much respect. Yeah. Much respect. Now, I mean, you know, maybe not encouraging that life, but much respect. No, no. But, you know, but it's so interesting because, you know, it sounds like, oh, that's gangster or whatever, but I think it's not a necessity. So in an interview that she gave later in life, she said, quote, I am a mother and wanted security for me. Oh, I am a mother and wanted security for me and my children after their father's murder. They, meaning the gangsters, were harassing us. We did what, what had to be done for saving ourselves, end quote. All right. So that puts it in some kind of perspective, too. You know. Right. Yeah, I can like, see so, that. They killed her husband. They know that she's vulnerable with these four kids. So right. they come in and threatening her, and she's like, I got to I gotta basically shank the biggest, strongest dude in the yard to protect me and my own, right? Get it, Mama. Get so it. So she did what she had to do to survive. Now, her period of operations, so she took over the operations during um, the 1980s. So it started in the 1980s, like around 87, and lasted until 1996. So, oh, okay. She did it longer than her husband, apparently. Um, yeah, so that was a good time. Yeah. Now, during that time, she, as well as two of her sons, served different jail stints for various crimes. Um, she was considered, at that point, the Mafia Queen of Katiawad. I might have butchered that, Katiawad. <laughs> and possibly me. one of the most famous ladies who have led an underworld enterprise in India. Wow. And she like had the sweetest voice. She was so unassuming, and I'm like, those are the most deadly people on earth. Now, according mm-hmm. to a police report that was released after she had retired, quote unquote, in 1999, during her time, her reign, she controlled the most ruthless gang in the area, 
with 102 hardcore criminals. She organized murders and kidnappings to settle scores and was taking cuts of every contract that was made in the port city of Por Bandar, the birthplace of Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, my God. Yeah. In all, 525 criminal cases were attributed to her. So, yeah. I mean, Frank Tolkien was just like, yeah, this is going to be, yep. Now, now while she, so now while being a crime boss, a mafia queen, a widow, and mother, she also found time to run for political office. <laughs> so. Of course she did. She was that makes a, sense uh, to me. Yeah. She was she born. She was a member yeah. of the local uh, uh, parliament, in a sense, local government from 1990 to 95 as a candidate of the Janata Dahl and was close to okay. Chimambai Patel, who's a famous politician there. But in 1996, when the PGP, when the BJP government came to power, she was pushed out and her party was pushed out oh. and she was charged with murder and actually sent to jail for 16 months. She said it was a frame up oh. job and may or may not have been. Who knows? Wait, she was charged with murder and she went to jail for only 16 months? Exactly. Exactly. That's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, some, she said it was a frame up job, but you never know. I'm like, but you have been a criminal. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean and I don't think you did kill the guy. Yeah, because it sounds like she was, it's kind of like the Michael Corleone for those of us. I know as women probably don't know the Godfather that much, but the best one is the second one. And in the second one, Michael Cor in the first one, Michael Corleone was like, I don't want to be part of the business. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be like regular guy, right. guy whatever. I'm the good I'm one. Going, yeah, I'm going to go off and marry uh, my blonde lady. So, but then his father's killed. And so in two, yeah. um, his father's killed and then his brother's killed. And so he goes to the funeral and it's a great shot because Al Pacino's. I didn't understand how great Al Pacino was when I was growing up because I had only knew, known weird older Al Pacino. But young mm -hmm. Al Pacino yeah. is oh, amazing. And, like, there's a scene where he's at the funeral and he's watching all the power brokers, all the dons come, and, you know, they, you know, because they think he's not a threat. You know, he's, like, leaving. And, right. You know, and da-da-da. And he just – and it's, the camera's just on his eyes. And you just see him watching all of it go down. And, like, it's just so great. So – you know, um, it is it's a brilliant piece of film, yeah. Yeah, and he's just so, I mean, Dog Day Afternoon, I just saw Serpico, oh my God, just, oh yeah, I mean, Albertine is the man, yeah. Um, so, anyway, back to San Tokpin. So she, so yeah, in nine, so she served 16 months in 1996. Now, from 2000 uh, until 2005, she basically remained out of the newspapers while still maintaining her criminal activities, according to some. Who knows? She might have gone legit. I don't know. Depends on how much money she had when she got out, probably. So that's it was. Um, it was probably like more minor, less interesting to the to the greater public good to catch her. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah. So, uh, but in 2005, she was forced to retreat even further from the uh, public eye after her name uh, surfaced around the murder of a man by the of a counselor. Uh, in Port, in the Port Bandar, uh, 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 province by the name of Keshu Odedara. So the man's name was Keshu Odedara. So they kind of linked her to the murder. Again, she's like, as a frame of job, who knows? 
Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. and then, like, all notorious women scandal and mayhem still followed her. In 2008, um, when her her daughter-in-law was shot dead by unknown assailants. Many believe that she was involved. I don't know why. Oh, my God. Yeah. Damn, that's a bad mother-in-law. I mean, ooh. Yeah, I, that's the worst kind of mother-in-law that has you killed. Everyone else needs to stop complaining right about now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the specifics of what she did is really hard to know because actually in 1999 – oh, hold on. but so, Okay, so in 2008, her daughter-in-law was killed. And then in 2011 – Santopin Jadeja actually died of a heart attack on mm-hmm. uh, March 31st, 2011, at age 62. So she – now, even though we're not really that familiar with her, in India, she was very well known. And so in 1999, while she was still alive, a Hindu movie about that was inspired by, the, by her life event called Godmother uh, was removed. Oh. And she apparently was, was threatening to sue them and all, you know, cause I'm sure they took creative license with her. her oh um, yeah. Or but, told the truth, which would be worse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how gangster she was and well known she was in India that they actually did a movie about her life in 1999. Um, okay. And, wow. I can't believe yeah, that. And it, it was played by, she was played by an, an actress by the name of Shabana Azmi who later won the National Film Award for Best Actress for her performance in Godmother. So uh, it must have been really good, or maybe it came way too close to home, and so that's why mm. Santokhan was like, no, bitches, I'm going to – so she threatened to sue, and then, like, as all, like, movies that do really well, there's scandal, because I think I read somewhere that, like, um, another guy accused them of plagiarism from that it was based on his book, but some of the events are different, and – but it was a very popular movie, and again, the actress it made her a star. So, um, but that's my notorious woman, Santokhan Jadeja. Jadeja. So she's great. Um, I know, right? Like it's I, I like doing these Indian women because it's it's like so against what we think of Indian women in in the West. But yeah, it's very hard I, to I mean, find information on them oftentimes too. Yeah. So, if there's yeah. one thing I have learned, it's that. Wow, information did not get saved for people who were not white. I just and men <laughs> and and men, yeah, yeah. mostly or men. Rich. But then after that, <laughs> like every time I'm like looking for like a woman, probably like seventy percent is a white woman. Yeah, and and it's fine. I mean, you know, they should have their day too. But like everyone should have. It's because. You know, they're not they're not a majority of the population. So it doesn't make sense. Right. Um I know that you don't know that I feel this way. But yeah. I'm usually very shy. I don't like to share my feelings. Um so thank you for her. She is awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, and I wanted to do somebody kind of fun. She's my kind of girl, you know, I like a gangster girl. I don't condone oh, yeah. people. <laughs> 
But sometimes they're like, don't do that. But like, you sometimes know, sometimes motherfuckers got to be shot. I'm just saying, just, you know, listen. You're gonna be that much of a dick, man. I'm just, you know, because you know they harassed her and she wasn't sure if they were gonna kill her or not because they had killed her husband. So they may have just wanted to be harassed right? her, but she's just like, I don't know. I have four kids to feed now. Like, mm-hmm. you know. So and I'm just gonna get rid of you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but... there's that, and then yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's interesting know. seeing the people that are probably not educated, but are clearly very bright. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just take their brain and use it in, you know, bizarre ways. But she did that. Like, she clearly you know, is very smart. I also think that that's why, you know, there's kind of turmoil, because obviously, you know, protesting and turmoil and injustice is on my mm-hmm. mind now in light of what we're all going through here in the States. But, like, yeah. Like, I, or in the world, but, like, I often think that so many people, like, I don't know what I was watching. It was some, like, thugged out gang member. Ugh, I hate that word. Tatted up gang member. I will not say thugged out, but you know what I mean. So, I, and yeah. he was talking, and he was just like, somebody was like, well, what do you want to be? And he was like, you know, I want to be an engineer. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I wanted to help. I wanted to build bridges. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, like, in my neighborhood, I didn't have any money, and in my neighborhood, the gangs like once you once a boy gets a certain age, the gangs come after you, and you either jump in or like they threaten your life. And I remember thinking, I was like, he's so right. Like think about all over the world with all this poverty or like injustice, where people are living under extreme, you know, conditions, and like they don't have time to really focus on like what they want to do. But it's also we're missing out as a society. That's humanity for these people's potential, you know, or all the women who I mean, have access to education yeah. or, you know, because San Topin could have been uh, on Wall Street, obviously, you know, or run right. a corporation. Obviously, she know how to run stuff. Um, yeah, exactly. She's like a no, widow and, true. yeah, she's being threatened. We, and so, like, it's not to justify her. Uh, the violence and everything, but I also, I also think of one of my favorite ones, um, uh, Christa, uh, um, oh God, Griselda Blanco, Godmother yeah. Cocaine, like Griselda, I mean, Griselda was also, yeah. I think, a little bit unhinged, because uh, she was killing she children. She freaks me out, like, even her name, uh, I'm like, oh yeah, her. <laughs> but Griselda could have been running a fucking hedge fund. Like, yeah, easy. Like, easy. Easy. And it is, like, it is like, you know, people like to demonize the people that run the bad things. Look, I get it. I don't like bad things either. But here's the thing. It is much more lucrative as a lifestyle to run something that is the on the up and up. Yeah. Right? It's a much easier way of life. And we all kind of want a slightly easier way of life. You know? Mm-hmm. Like we just do. We want to have all the things. Not worry that the cops are going to beat down our door. Like, hi. Um, so, like, when they do that, like, you got to look at the why. Like, what you said with this kid who was like, I wanted to be an engineer. Like, he wanted to be an engineer. Yeah, and he wanted to be like, like, like help build bridges. And he's like, I'd like to help maybe design parks. <laughs> I was just like, could you yeah, imagine like, like, a glorious city he could have created? I know. You know? His face is all padded up. And I was like, yeah. And then when he explained it, he was like, yeah, my neighborhood, you either jump in when you you hit a certain age or you don't. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. Like, 
Do you, so, do you remember the, this was like 10 years ago, this was a long time ago, this old rich asshole white man made this like comment, I think it was like on Twitter or something, where he he was very judgmental of the, the, the youth that is in poverty and how they were joining gangs. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, we all know really just not just you and I that it's a much bigger problem. It's a much, you know, there are so many layers, but a lot of it has to do with their access to education and mm-hmm. further and development yeah. and, and opportunity. He was like, I don't want to hear it. And what's this thing? I remember Sal and I kept looking at it. We were just like, oh my God, are you serious? This was almost funny. He was like, what you need to do is walk to the library after school every day and learn how to code. It's there, easy to find. And he just, he was such a rich white man. Like, he was like blinded by his rich white bandedness. Like, I was like, really? He probably has two jobs he has to go to after school or he has to go home and watch his, his siblings. Or he you can't know what? go he, learn code he by can't himself. Make also, are you going to learn code by yourself? And also, no. he can't go home uh, without passing through gang territory. Like the guy said, they beat you up, yep. beat you down yep. unless you join. Or and then, get or, to the library, dude. Or they, they yep. come in when your mom needs all this money or your little brother needs money to go on a field trip, and they say, oh, hey, run this little errand for me, you know, and I'll give you uh, 50 bucks. And they're like, cool, easy money. And then you realize it's right. not easy money. It's not, da 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 da. It's not that simple. Like, so, but just, it's just wasted human potential. You know, we could have found a cure for cancer by now. I'm, I'm almost convinced that somewhere in some slum, some housing project, mm-hmm. some, um, squalid place that we think, oh, hope does not live there. There's some, there's many kids who have, the ability to have found a cure for like cancer, get us to Jupiter, like, but they don't, they don't have, they're so busy with surviving with their parents. And, you know, a lot has to happen for them to even get basic education, not to mention, you know, access to higher education or, or access to people who can, who can recognize how brilliant these kids are at an early enough mm-hmm. age. So, I mean, right. Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell wrote about all of this, the potential of young kids and how you have to catch them young and all this other stuff. But I just think about that. You know, I think about when I was doing research on her, especially, and we also talk about the women. Think about all the women who are so close and who the doors are shut, you know, literally right, shut in their faces. They can only be mm-hmm. secretaries. You know, yep. And they I were mean, supposed to be ever. lucky to have that job. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So I will get off my high horse, but I just thought about that. You know, when I was researching her, you can ride away, Lavetta. Ride away on that horse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> get up, get up, get up, get up. That's my horse galloping away. I heard. Yeah, no, I recognized. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, who's your notorious woman this week? Okay, so my notorious woman was. It was inspired by the space shuttle uh, success. Did you see that? Yeah, I didn't see it, but I love anything space. space so it was right? really cool. Yeah, until like the end where um, this tasty white man was being interviewed. He's he's like NASA. And, and the guy kept saying, and, and Donald Trump was there, and Vice President Mike Pence, and 
wasn't that great? And I, you know, I got a little like squirmy, right? It's like mm-hmm. normal feeling, a little throw up in the mouth, right? And, uh, and then he said, yes, uh, he did fund this. And then, uh, and then, you know, the, the reporter was like, yeah. And then he was trying to move on. And then, you know, pale face guy was like, no, 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 let me finish. He is the only president to have overseen a creation of a new shuttle and the blah, blah, blah. Look, I didn't really pay much attention after that because I was really mad. So we were just, I'm going to say it, we were just sucking that orange man's dick in reverence to the fact that we got a space shuttle up in space. And I thought, you know, after my anxiety chilled, maybe we didn't need that to happen. Because maybe we needed to fix our country before we, like, dove into destroying another planet. You know what I'm saying? Like, but wait a minute, I'm confused. And then I, was I like, mean, didn't Elon Musk and Tesla do this? <laughs> was it, no, for it a some private? reason, Orange is getting credit for this bullshit, okay? <laughs> okay. Actually, it's not bullshit. It's a space shuttle successfully going into space. Um, but somehow... My children, my family were like, yeah, that's so cool. And oh, they said, well, oh, no, you want to be a space astronaut? Great, do that. And then I was like, heaving. So I turned it off. And then I was like, <laughs> okay. Look up woman who has helped us go to space. So let's just be clear that without black women, we would not have gotten to space. And Pasty face and orange face can suck a dick. Okay. So, I I mean, I will say another pasty face uh white man, Elon Musk, who's a bit of a dick, but I still want a Tesla. He's definitely Um, pasty face. I would think that, I think Elon Musk would take issue with that. And listen, going to space is a great thing if it's for research, because I think we have trips with the Russians Mm -hmm. and the Chinese, and so that's great, but... I don't think it was Donald Trump. I mean, listen, I'm not above giving people their props, but I think it was mostly Elon Musk. I could be wrong about that. I'm a little above it. I could it. be wrong. I think that okay. he, he, he did greenlight NASA. Like, the president oh, yeah. has well, to yeah. greenlight it. So, yeah. like, and I think he was told to suck some balls to get more funding. Um, oh, and so, so the guy is green. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, listen, suck it, suck it, suck it. I mean, listen, I do what you got to do, but I know what you mean. Watching that, you're like, okay, especially in light of what we're going through. We're like, okay. I went to Sal. I was like, so he was hidden in a bunker last night because (laughs) nobody likes him. And then today he was standing, clapping like anyone cares about him for the space shuttle. Is that, am I, am I right? And he was like, "Mm -hmm, you're right. And then I was like, okay. Okay. But back to the woman, more importantly. So back to the woman, which is much more important. So I looked up Katherine Johnson, who we know from the movie Hidden Figures. Yeah. Um, and because we've probably all seen that movie, it's so good. You can, like, it's go so see good. it now it if you really didn't. Yeah. It's just, I mean, there are a few, like, fudge things, but. Yeah, of course. It's, but it's a feel-good. Also, good. like, Google the fudge things. We've talked about this before. It's a feel-good movie. It's so great. It's, yeah. It mostly all actually happens. Um, but because we kind of know a lot about her. I was like, who is her teacher? And I oh. looked it up, and it's another black woman. Oh, who, good. Uh-huh. Right? 
Now, here's the fun fact. I have three paragraphs about her. Okay. I know very little. I couldn't find anything else. If anyone knows more, let me know. But let's let's talk about what I do know, which is, is pretty impressive. So she okay. was born Angie Lena like well mm, sorry. Angie Turner King. And then it says Angie Lena Nay Turner. Oh right, Angie Turner and then King. Lena is her middle name. Angie okay. King. Yeah. She was born in 1905 in Elkhorn, West Virginia, which was a segregating coal mining community. That could not have been wow. easy. No. Yeah. She was the grandchild of slaves uh, living for a time with her grandmother after her mother died when she was eight and her father died oh, yeah. in a coal mining accident. Oh. Grandma was, was not so nice. Oh. Um, so... Yeah, so she says she recalled sleeping in a cabin where, quote, in the wintertime when it would snow, I'd wake up with snow on my bed. And her grandmother was lighter skinned. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this. I will preface this by this is a quote. What grandmother Mm -hmm. called her was a, she said she called her the black B-I-T-C-H. your grandmother, Which damn, that's cold. Grandma, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing she's a bitch. Grandma. <laughs> yeah. Grandma was a bitch. Oh, okay. Who said that to a child? Want, Grandma's a bitch. We want to, we want to do better by our babies. We want to do better yeah. by our babies. Oh. Um, and that's who she was left with. Somebody call her dad. Right. Oh, poor baby. So, oh. so traumatic. Right. Oh, I just want to give her a hug and cuddle. And she became a mathematician. Okay. Okay. Girl, this woman am. is amazing. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I would have been on, like, the vaudeville circuit angry. I know. You know what I mean? Like, like, look I at me, look at me. <laughs> I'm a star. I'm a star, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, but nope. She was better than me. Um, wow. She said, quote, I had it tough, but it hasn't bothered my mind. Uh, later, she lived with her grandfather wow. and was then able to attend school. So it might have been okay. one side of the family versus the other side. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I wish, like, I knew more of the story, but I have a – it feels like Grandpa saved her. Um, yeah, okay. But I, I don't know. Uh, she had good grades, and she graduated from high school at the age of 14 in 1990. Oh. So she probably had, like, excellent grades. I feel like that was, like – Yeah. You know, like, she had – she was really friggin' smart. Just what um, I was talking about yeah. earlier, like, like – so much potential and like, wow. Yep. Wow. Um, so she was not aware that there were scholarships to colleges that were a possibility. So she began uh, teacher training at Bluefield Colored Institute, which is now called Bluefield State College. Good job, guys, changing that name. Well done. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the time, right, women, especially black women, Go be a teacher. You want a job? Go be a teacher. Yeah, and that was a good um, job. Yeah. Yeah. No, you wanted it because yeah. there was not a lot of possibility. Um, right. So she then transferred to West Virginia State College. Uh, she paid her way through school waiting tables and washing dishes. She received her Bachelor of Science, summa cum laude, in mathematics and chemistry in 1927, with a thesis reporting on her studies on solutions of tannic acid and hydrous 
ferric oxide. I think I said that right. Uh, I'm not yeah, sure. This sounds like a bunch of words to me. I don't, yeah. Doesn't it though? Like put together, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. just words together. I, just, I don't, yeah. I have a wow. friend who back in the day majored in engineering. Back in the day meaning 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking, yeah, sure, you can major in engineering. You're a girl. She's a white girl. She got so harassed in her classes because it's such a male-dominated uh, mm-hmm. field. She switched yep. to accounting. So, and I remember being like, "Don't let them win. Do what you want to do." And she's like, "No, I like accounting. It's fine." But I just no, but that's I what I mean. That's like, true. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And that that was in 1995, right? In 1927, she got her BS summa cum laude in the South of black women. Like, girl. Wow. Yes. You do you. Um, so she began teaching at the Laboratory High School of West Virginia State College, uh, studying at Cornell University in the summer. She was awarded a master's degree in chemistry and mathematics in 1931. She gained a teaching position at West Virginia State College and attended the University of Pittsburgh for her doctoral work because she needed to learn more things. She's amazing. Yeah, because she didn't have her more piece- to do. Yeah. Right? She, she didn't was have anything born. to do. She had a little time. Yeah. Um, she, uh, her PhD was awarded in 1955, uh, and it was reported in the local news. Good. Wow. Tell all the little girls. Tell them all. Yes, they exactly. When they grow up. Tell all the little girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, her dissertation topic was an analysis. Okay, right. This is interesting, actually. An analysis of algebra used in school textbooks before 1900. I bet you those textbooks were just, like, a lot of wrong, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and her master's thesis and her dissertation were the o- her only publications. So during World War II, uh, in response to a concern that the war would result in a shortage of college graduates needed uh, as military officers after the war, a military training program called the Army Specialized Training Program was established. Obviously, it was segregated because America, um, but uh, the West Virginia State College was one of six black colleges awarded an ASCP unit, and she taught chemistry in the program. I think it's really interesting how when the shit came down and they absolutely needed the best minds, they, in fact, mm-hmm. did go to black colleges mm-hmm. because when the ship comes down, oh, I guess lots of people here are very smart. So <laughs> can we not wait till the ship comes down? Why don't we just, just do it? You know. Yeah. Just yeah. do it and cure cancer. It's not that hard. Yeah. Did that mean exactly. the hashtag? Just yeah. do it and cure Let's cancer? Yep. Let's do it. Um. So her career was distinguished by her mentoring and teaching with the legacy of many students going on to postgraduate studies, including Katherine Johnson, who was one of the scientists in Hidden Figures. She singled, Johnson singled her out as a major influence, saying King was, quote, a wonderful teacher, bright, caring, and very rigorous. Um, oh, and wow. in a questionnaire to former West Virginia State students, 27 of 72 respondents nominated King as their favorite teacher and most of them had gone on to postgraduate education. She received the West Virginia State College Alumnus 
of the year in 1954. So in 1946, she had married Robert Elmer King, and they had five daughters. Once again, y'all, five daughters. Five pregnancies. Wow. How many UTIs did she just power through and keep teaching and studying? I mean, my God. I'm brilliant. Wow. Right? Genius. Uh, she daughters. lived on that campus until she died in 2004. So February 28th, 2004, she died. She was 99 years old. <gasps> oh, that's a hard. Right? Wow. I love her. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Can you say I, your name one more time? Say your name. Her name. Well, Angie Turner King is like the name you would find. But mm-hmm. Angie Lena thrown in there is, I okay. think, a middle name. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, that's a to, like, believing, like, to, to continue to believe in yourself. Like, I love what she said mm-hmm. about, like, I've been through a lot, but my mind is still, like, it didn't affect my mind. I love that. I I am, oh. like, this, I, you know, I, I can't, I'm always amazed at kids with so, I mean, that's a very terrible childhood. But I, yeah. you know, I, I have a hope, you know, that her, her mom and dad were really good to her and loved her and gave her enough of that support and love up until when she was eight um, Mm -hmm. that helped give her that support and that guidance. I mean, obviously, eight is too young by a billion. But, you know, that it's just, it's amazing to me how much she overcame. And she didn't, she just did what she wanted. She just went there and did that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and was able to find love and have her own family. Yeah. Gotta imagine if you were an orphan like that and had a, such a terrible grandmother. Oh, I feel so bad for people who have terrible grandmothers because I have a great great grandmother. Um, yeah. Uh, that you know, I love that, my grandmothers, but they're not here anymore. Yeah, I mean, even I mean, they didn't have to be perfect, but they were just so sweet to me and and loving and kind. And because grandmothers are supposed to be grandmothers are supposed to be spoiling you, like. Mhm. Exactly. You know, They're supposed to like mother. love you too much. Yeah. Like, and for a grandmother to be that way, and for her just be like, oh, it didn't affect my mind at least. You know, I just imagine, yeah. just imagine her little Very. face. Oh, but that is so great. That's so inspirational. We need that this week. We need the inspiration. Inspiration. Also, yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for that. That is great. I needed that. Um, you know, so we have a, a bandit lady, <laughs> a mafia yeah. queen, and a mathematical genius. <laughs> so, and that's the great thing about being a woman. I know we, that's the great thing about being a woman is that you can you can be that just like men. You know, yeah, so, totally. And that's fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Um, I um, are welcome. I I saw the Jeffrey Epstein thing in wrapping up. Like, oh girl, it's so hard. It? But it is so. Um, <laughs> so I watched it, but then I've been watching The Good Fight, which is so good. Oh my god, it's so good. It's is it good? good? It's a I good wife. Have you, did you oh, ever watch The Good Wife when it was on? I loved The Good Wife up until the fourth season. 
And then I was what a little happened? annoyed and I stopped watching. Oh, what's his face got put in jail? Oh, Carrie. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And for um, like some reason, that like straw camel back. Nope. Yeah. It wasn't that I was like so concerned about Carrie. Please don't get me wrong. It was just like my reaction to it was like, why, why? But see, you that's know, like, what was so great about it because it was so like. See, I like that character, Carrie. Because a lot of Carrie's experiences, and I remember I said this to the Kings at some Writers Guild thing, is that Carrie, a lot of stuff that Carrie was experiencing, he was actually experiencing a lot of stuff that black women go through. Because remember, he wasn't connected like Alicia. Remember, Alicia kept beating him out yeah. and stuff. And then when his father came yep. to visit. And it was like you know, definitely not fair. Like right, he was definitely then, better. Yeah. Right, but then because he is a white male, then that puts him over the edge. Later on, they dealt with that. I think maybe the fifth season. But I remember saying that, and I and this other black woman in the room was like, "Yeah, yeah, I feel like that too." Like, because Carrie would be working hard, he'd be like, and mm-hmm. Alicia would always beat him out because she knew someone or someone liked her. Yeah. And like, um, mm-hmm. but we also Alicia had her own issues with. Uh, but the, the good wife is so good. So anyway. The good fight is just as a good as a good wife, and so the night after we watched the Jeffrey Epstein on uh, Friday, uh, four okay. episodes, and then Saturday I watched uh, this past week's episode of the Good Fight, and it was about Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh my god! It was so good. I should start it watching is, it. Okay. It is. I will say. So I got the all access. Just for that, I thought that the card. Um, it was, I don't like it as much. I don't know why. It's darker. It's not as hopeful as I like my I, Star Trek to be. Um, I, I didn't like it at all. I fell yeah. watched the whole season, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. I I agree. Yeah, after that first episode, I was like, I don't want to see. No, I don't think this is for me. But but the so I've been watching the the good fight. <laughs> so you and I and watched the same amount. <laughs> yeah, and I will say that the good fight, um, there's a season where what's his name comes in. That's not a good season, I have to admit. I think they just got off the rails. Uh, with Michael Sheen. With, um, oh, I think really? I said this before. Yeah, he comes yeah. in. He's doing, it's a weird thing because he's doing like an Italian, New York Italian accent or something. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that know. season, you know, really. But the other seasons are so, it's just as good as The Good Wife. Like, the writing is so great. But they, um, so I watched the Jeffrey Epstein, and it's like, the gang figures out who killed Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> so like, oh, my God. So, <laughs> so I, I highly Stop. recommend okay. that. Um, um, and it was just weird, because we had finished the Jeffrey Epstein uh, thing on Netflix, which is really it's disturbing that son of a bitch. Like, I, uh, yeah, he, I, yeah, and then it came out later. I was reading something else because obviously it was like number one on Netflix, like the first like couple days it came out. But like, I guess he also bamboozled like this this Johnson and Johnson heiress. She said that he basically scammed her out of like twelve million or seventeen million dollars. Maybe it's twelve million. And then this guy, because, you know, he never graduated from college, but somehow he got a job teaching at the Dalton School, which is this highfalutin, like, private school that only rich people know about. Um, Yeah, I mean, I know about it because I've taught parents of kids who go there. 
Yeah, and so he never graduated. From, he's like a working class guy, and but he has the gift of gab. So he he got his way in into the, there, and then he also found his way on Wall Street. He lied about his credentials because they thought he had graduated from college or whatever. But anyway, so then he started with this other guy who was running a Ponzi scheme, and this guy was mm. saying that they talk about it in the series a little bit. The guy was saying. Jeffrey was even more aggressive than I was with the Ponzi scheme when he found out it was a Ponzi scheme. And so, but he said that, um, so eventually the guy, Jeffrey turned state's evidence on him and he, the guy went to jail for 18 years. I mean, he was running a Ponzi scheme and Jeffrey I mean, got, all, no, got away scot-free. He got away scot-free. Yeah. And he says that he also thinks that he embezzled from the company that was running the, the Ponzi scheme $17 million. Holy shit. Yeah. So, and then this fucker, he, when he got arrested, he had his wealth transferred, which was like, like $500 million over to his brother. So his, his accusers couldn't get access to his money. That fucker. But I think his brother is going to cooperate and at least pay the victim something. Oh, really? Like, okay. They, well, yeah. hopefully this um, documentary will help pressure yeah and it, it was really interesting to hear these women and some of them, them some of the two like there's two sisters who were brave they came out in the 90s you know and then like but you just find out like really? how it, he was basically running a sex slave a ponzi scheme of sex slaves it's really disgusting like Ugh. i mean r kelly had the sex dungeon with just a couple mansions mm. with girls in it jeffrey epstein he had it, it's disgust he had girls recruiting other girls, like just Oh shit. Oh, it he was a son of a bitch. And at his core, like you think, oh, he's this big hedge fund manager and he's so smart and uh, at his core he's just a fucking pervert who wants to have sex with thirteen year old girls. That's the only yeah. thing he was. He's a fucking pervert. Well, the one thing I wanted for him did happen. So there's that. Yeah. Um you know, death. Um, awkward, embarrassing death. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no, you know, there's no real retribution. Yeah, and and that was the thing about the women who, and I love that the Netflix thing they really focused on the women because that's ultimately yeah. who's important. So um, yeah, but like I like it, that it, a lot, it, actually. Yeah, so if you watch it, it does have a. Not a satisfying ending, but I like the fact that they focus on the women. Um, and so, but this fucker, I hope he, I hope they get all, I hope his brother comes to his senses and gives them money doesn't solve their problems, or, but it sure helps them start a new life. So if he yeah. ruined, you know I what think, he did for yeah. them? He took their futures. Like what we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. with young women and their potential. He abused yeah. these women and a lot of them got way off the track that they were on, you know, and they, and I hate that they, and they'll mm -hmm. talk about it in the documentary, they were calling them prostitutes. These girls were not prostitutes. They were regular no, they weren't. girls. Prostitution is silly and innocent because, yeah. and they, because they were silly and innocent girls, they fell for this thing and he used yeah. and abused them. And I hope that they get some, you know, I love that they were able to tell their story. That's something, but some cash would yeah. help too. I'm not above. No, you know, cash. it's just it's like justice, and it helps make their lives easier, and they at least deserve that. At least they could buy. You know, money doesn't solve. You, you know, know, like buy a house and maybe have a savings, put their kids through school or something, make their lives a you little know, bit easier. And have what like he took from them. Life. 
because what what he took from them doesn't have a price on it. He took their innocence. He took their their potential. He took their you know. Some of them have managed to go on and, and seem to be you know great marriages and stuff like that. But many of them are still struggling, like to make sense of what happened to them. And so, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, but I mean that's what this show is about: empower, empowering women and. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, and we we thank you, listeners, for listening to us, and and we hope that we are providing a little respite from all the craziness in the world, and um, we appreciate you guys supporting us, and we hope that um, that we are um, helping you in a small, little, silly way. Um, whether it's just to get your mind off of something, or for you to learn some new information about someone that you had never heard of, you know, whatever it is, we hope that it's a small consolation for what you guys are going through and it helps us, right? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Emotionally. (laughs) It does. So, well, guys, that wraps it up for this episode of Notorious Women Podcast. Uh, Guys, tweet at us and hit us up on Facebook at NotoriousWMPod. You can also uh, go to our Instagram page at NotoriousWomenPodcast. And if you want to help us out, help out our show, you can always become a patron at patreon.com. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Notorious Women. You can do that for as little as a dollar a month. Or, you know, just listen. Just download and share us. That helps us too. And tell your friends. And tell your friends. You know, people are asking you to do a lot of things nowadays. So you don't have to do anything. Just hit download and listen and we hope that we entertain you a little bit, you know, right? Yeah. Just a little bit. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.